What our experiences were That's from the marathon. That's the My thing. first marathon, your 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 third marathon. Your the overarching theme is that. Was it your third, fourth? It's like fifteenth. Seven. Okay. Yeah. She seven. probably lost count. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think lost it's count seven. on my or is half. It six? It's either six or seven. One of the two. Okay. That's yeah. a fool that you can't remember. Right. I remember. Wait, I mean, I know. Six. Six. Yeah, that would have been good to capture, actually. Him trying to figure it out. <laughs> six, six, six. Yeah. Let's move. Yeah. Let's move. Definitely got to do. Uh, let me get one of those. Is there anything you don't want us to talk about? No. Right. Not at all. Not at all. If you want to talk about Ti checking his daughter's timing. Ooh. Um. Are you, you serious? Know. Yeah. That's yeah I don't that. care. That? Yeah. So this is like. The culture, too. Like, whatever. Yeah. Let's the, see. The, the, mine is called a cool thought podcast. It worked. Whatever cool is thinking about. So you're really, you so you're really like, kind of based on this, like, stream of consciousness, like, thinking and wherever yeah. that leads throughout the course of the conversation? Very casual conversation. Okay. I do have themes, you know what I'm saying? Like, with, with uh, Courtney and Matthew, um, you know, we're talking about Gumbo Media and how to live as an entrepreneur, strictly eat what you kill kind of lifestyle and stuff. But we talked about a bunch of different things. Talked about identity, you know, we talked about uh, how our parents are dealing with us wanting to be creatives and entrepreneurs Mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, my parents do not support my career as a dancer. My mom laughs at me and I don't appreciate that. (laughs) That's real. It, It is, we all deal with it. You ain't gonna be laughing when I make it. You want the tickets? Pay them bills. I'm ready when you ready. Oh, y'all, y'all Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, my bad. I ain't even know. I'm just gonna let you start talking. Oh, cool. I'm going to keep so much of that in here. Oh but God. what I am gonna do is introduce the show then, since we uh, since we already recording. What's good, everybody? Welcome to a, a cool thought podcast. We are back in here and. BPM Studios. Um, since yeah, she already started us recording. It's the weirdest intro I've ever done, but I, I'm, fucking, I'm probably gonna keep a good amount of that in here because I love like the natural conversation, the natural right. growth of it, and that's the atmosphere that I'm building here at a Cool Thought Podcast. Uh, but I'm gonna introduce so they know who they are hearing. Um, I have. I'm gonna start what to my left and go to the right. So I have Candice. You don't want. Now I'm not gonna say your full name. You don't have to. No. No. Nope, nope, if you nope. want to, yeah. Yeah. Fine. So I have Candace in here. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, this is, I have Candace, is, I have oh. Kelsey, okay. and I have Mike Brown. Uh, Mike Brown of the Long Run Podcast. Shout yes, out sir. to them. You got to go check out that podcast. Yes, yes, Kelsey here is also, uh, you're the manager of the Rim Runners, right? Yes. Yes, yes. So she is a Rim Runner. Uh, that's a Nike initiative. It is. Yeah. Powered by Nike Running. Nike yeah. Chicago's first all-female sub-elite racing team. Yeah. That's smooth. That's smooth. I have that written down. But since, like I said, this was so thrown off on how I started the podcast, I couldn't remember off the top of my head. No. And Candice, Candice, <laughs> yes, Candice, yes. what do you do for a living, Candice? Me, I'm a clinical researcher. So I research um, atherosclerosis at Northwestern University. So mm. pretty much just connecting the heart and figuring out, like, different um, risk factors and how we can prevent heart attacks and things of that sort. So smooth, smooth. I would say nerd. But a cool nerd. Nah, that's an <laughs> important nerd. I appreciate you. That's about the research. Definitely, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah. So I so I have these three on because um over the summer I ran my second marathon, but it was my first to train with a group with a crew of people. Um, <clears throat> Gumbo Fit got me into this marathon. Uh. For the love, for the free, shouts out to y'all. Um, but it gave me opportunity to train and to challenge myself with a group of people, group of like-minded people. Because my first marathon, I was out there um, running the path up the lakefront by myself, you know, building up from three miles to 20 miles and then running the race day basically by myself. Uh, um, this year, I got to run race day. I kind of started race day with two people. Um, uh, they're not here. Shouts out to AJ. Shouts out to Carly, also part of the Gumbo Fit crew. Um, we was all in the same corral and ran with each other. That shit was amazing. Um, but uh, my first year, I ended up in Corral B. You ended up in nice. Corral B your first year. My first year, I was wow. definitely an imposter. And I think they could smell it on me. <laughs> they could smell the slow on me because it was... It was so intense in Corral B. Like they was. It's just, intimidating in Corral B. And yeah. it ain't. It's nowhere near as thick and as heavy, heavily condensed as the other corrals are. It was a lot of space to stretch and do everything. They all had <laughs> the serious look on their face. My first marathon. I was passed up for twenty six point two miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but it was fun. It it def- There's a cliche when running marathons that you. It changes you as a person, right? When you change that, when you cross that finish line, it's a cliche, but it's so real. Like, definitely came out of my first marathon a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Having that new experience running with y'all, training with y'all, was beautiful. Because I would not have been able to cut an hour off my time without being challenged. That's nice. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, listen. If I wouldn't have cramped up, it would have been a lot more. Right. But like, like it let was, that sink in. Right. Hour. Yeah. That's a lot of time, bro. I That's was. Amazing. I was running. I was first of all, um, yeah. Two things that motivated me. Okay. You fast as hell. Mike is fast as hell. Matthew is fat. Nah. 
No, it was very specific. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw your face when we before we started and I was talking to you. And then again when you was running back in the opposite direction <laughs> after reaching the halfway point. No, very specific. You saw him running back? Yeah, like I would be. Yeah. Like he's talking about like oh, the track. Oh, on yeah, we were, like, on the lake. lake yeah. Not during the. I thought you. I was like, nah, I don't that remember a loop in the marathon. No. <laughs> that's mean, right? That that's mean. Yeah, the that marathon. No, 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 man. I like training day, and then uh, like I was doing my best to be kind of like uh, the person that kept the energy high. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, if that was a competition running neck and neck with me would have been Candace. Definitely. Like her having her out there, running past her and her giving a good cheer on me, cheering her on. <laughs> yeah. That motivated me. Her compliments and stuff like that. Yeah, you fast. <laughs> I, I need to be fast. I can't be slow then if y'all think I'm fast. So that pushed me. And then Kelsey was amazing doing training as well. Like she it's my favorite complainer. But what? she but still pushed. do it. <laughs> she pushed. That's yeah. what in a good oh, way. Yeah. Oh my it. god, Kelsey, you, feel you, you feeling good? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. My legs like, hurt. Terrible after the fight. But you do it. Be like, I but do we'll it. kill it. Yeah, we'll keep exactly. up with the pack. Keep going. Went from a sprinter to a marathon. Like she's an amazing runner, and so many people was out there looking. Like, sometimes I would have imposter syndrome where I didn't feel like an athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And y'all were probably a little bit more athletic than I am from my perspective. And so it was kind of like a challenge, all right? You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I need my run form to look as good as Kelsey. You know, I need to keep up with Mike and Matthew. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to look good in front of Candace and <laughs> keep that because she can run with a smile on her face. I can't smile. Miles. Oh, <laughs> for 20 miles, for 20 miles, she can run with a yeah. smile on her face, and you don't even <laughs> know that she's tired. <laughs> you know, and at the end, still be smiling. Was that you that told me to keep that's smiling? True. That's yeah, true. That's how I was tell it Kim you. Chogi said yeah, that. Yeah, Kim Chogi. Mm-hmm. So Kim Chogi and Candace smile for 26.2 miles. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? do. I do. Only too big. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. habit. And I love it. Right. And, uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, enough dick riding. I, I gave y'all all y'all compliments. <laughs> you oh know, y'all are amazing runners and athletes. And you as well. This you episode. Right, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate 100%. it. 100%. Yeah, don't Listen, blast over that. I put Marathoner. I was telling, uh, and the same thing from my last episode, I, I put Marathoner on my resume and in my bio on Instagram. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm serious about this. Like I'm, at, I did not become an athlete until I was like twenty, twenty nine, thirty years old. All right, so this is a dream come true for me. Yeah. Um, we all, we all are, uh, we all got to get in a Nike commercial together. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Amazing let's start there before experience. we get to the running. <laughs> let's start there. I like that. Let's 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 swag a little bit. So we um we all we all got to be on a Nike commercial. For Gumbo Fit, how was that experience for y'all? Anybody can start with that. Um, I mean, it was it was a great experience. It was way more than I thought that it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a photo shoot mm-hmm. when we first got there. So, um, I think we are all familiar with Nike. We all kind of got a connection through Nike. There's some um, some uh, some aspect or whatever. But 
I mean, it wasn't anything short of a great production that they put on for us. Legitimate. They had, like, the drones and yeah. everything. So, I mean, like, the whole thing was, was dope. Um, man, I, how did you, how, how did you feel seeing yourself on after the footage? Like, it was, it was amazing. I think I watched that footage literally over a hundred times <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Um, it was, it was really great to watch it and I would slow it down and I'd be like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Then when Nike actually posted it on their Instagram handle, everyone was commenting, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Look at y'all. This is so amazing. And the amount of people we reached and the, the support that we received afterwards mm-hmm. was like really amazing. Cause I've been running with, I ran with Nike, with Mike, maybe about five years ago when I started. And having, being a spotlight, that was, like, amazing to really see that. So So. you did the uh, Nike Run Club? I did the Nike Run Club, yep. And um, this experience with Gumbo Fit was literally ten times better. Amazing, amazing. Yes. And what about you, Kelsey? Like, how was it? Because the camera loved you. (laughs) <laughs> the camera, the camera. Followed you the whole time. Yes. Yeah. So how was it for you? Um, I mean, I really felt like actually being on camera. I felt in my element, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but you know what? I, I don't want to like kind of bring us down off of this high horse. It actually made it a little bit difficult, even more so after the marathon, because I feel like I went into this like sort of post-race blues depression because there was so much attention, so much support Mm. for something that we just did and all this, you know, like they highlighted everything that we did and Mm -hmm. we were in the spotlight and then it was just over. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, now what? And it almost feels like, will anything else I do be enough to feel worthy of like a story or to feel worthy of like inspiring other people to get out there and run like for me you know the nike commercial i was able to show it to my coworkers. like when i first saw it i literally was crying in my work really? <laughs> like in my office really? i work in okay. financial services you know for my day job and human resources so like it's super not appropriate for me to be like crying <laughs> but it's fine um but yeah i watched it every probably the first like 15 times i watched it i like teared up Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it, just because it was so emotional and so yeah. moving, that something that had literally not been a thought came to life. You know, me and Courtney met each other back in I want to say March, when Global Head Running Coach Bennett mm-hmm. um, for Nike was there, and we were there in different capacities. The two women of color. And, you know, we kind of looked at each other. You know how when you see another person of color, you look well, at each other you. like, what up, Good I see you, what, what you doing here? You know? And so we had coffee um, shortly thereafter, maybe a month thereafter. And at that point, still Gumbo Fit had not had their first meetup. So to literally see it from the literal genesis, like, of course, Gumbo Media, you know, was thriving mm-hmm. and is thriving, you know, at that point. But Gumbo Fit had not been created yet it was still you know an idea a concept and to see that materialize from that meeting with Courtney when you know we just kind of talked about the concepts the dreams the vision and then to actually see it getting you know attention across like global attention honestly like put on a global stage right right? 
Um, and then like to have your whole, you know, training process with all these people. And so it, it low key makes me nervous to like, okay, when I do my next marathon, like, how am I going to do it? Like, am I, yeah. I going to have like all these people? Cause you know, if we do a marathon that's like in a different part of the year. My training schedule might be different. I'm, I might be tapering when you're like, you know, in, in your, right. Exactly. Right, right. Most definitely. So not to, you know, be a downer on it, but. I think it wasn't a it was amazing but afterward you know you kind of come off this high and you're like well shoot now what what's next so that that was also something that was really 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 crazy and something i didn't anticipate what happened afterward i mean i kind of felt it leading up to it i was like wow this is getting so much attention like Ah, what happens when it's over? <laughs> but I, I, now I'm legitimately still riding that high from that commercial. It was funny because um, I love that. I, uh, I my, when I got into the first marathon, I was working for Nike. I was running at Nike Bucktown. Mm-hmm. I was working at Nike Bucktown, and uh, I think um, Cecily was on the posters mm-hmm. for the Chicago Marathon. Yep. Um, Even this year, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Gloria, one of my co-workers, she was in, like, the commercial where they was advertising the uh, the uh, finisher gear, or what not, the, uh, the regular Bank of America Marathon gear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I'm doing that. Like, I'm getting a Nike commercial. That, that's going to happen. Yes. Like, I'm an athlete Way now. Way to manifest so that. <clears throat> real. Listen, I, so I went to the first shoot when we was at the track up on Montrose, and I did it. It was a cool experience. I had fun with y'all. We, they was actually recording us during one of our speed training days. Okay. I, I I was pushing myself that day so I could look good on camera. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I reluctantly took my shirt off. Uh, I know there is no video to this, but Mike is a, a well-fit guy. <laughs> All right. We got pictures. Yeah. Y'all got right. pictures of me. We got videos. Y'all can check the video. Yeah. Check the video. Yeah. 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 But uh, you know, not not if you know if, if I wasn't confident in my belly, I could not stand next to you, bro. But uh, it it was it was fun. So I went there. I did all of that, and then I went to I went to uh, I went to visit my son afterwards and. And uh, kind of brag to his mom, Claudetta, and just like, yo, I did this, da 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 da. You know, I got to stun a little bit. Like, what you do today? And then, <laughs> what I, you do? right, right, right. And then I got, I kind of walked down the hallway and it clicked okay. that I said I was going to do this. And it's almost basically like a year to it because this is like yeah. not too long before our 20 miler day. Yeah. And it clicked. And I had that Diddy moment. You ever see that video? Where uh, Diddy is on the phone talking to somebody and he hangs the phone, the phone up. It's like, anything I yeah. want, I get. I had that moment. I was going to turn up like 10, 15 minutes because I realized that I, I was able to manifest this, this like goal, like this dream. Like, it's, right. it's crazy because you watch those Nike commercials, right? And you see these people on there. And of course, they're fair to you, like they're really real and authentic people, and they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. They are. Nike does a good job of getting real people right. telling their real stories in these commercials, but they still feel so far right away because this is a Nike commercial. Right now, I'm one of those people 100%. in a Nike commercial and stuff like that, and I could I took complete ownership. You got to understand. None of us were necessarily the focus of it because right. they were focused on Matthew and Courtney, the co-founders of Gumbo Media and Gumbo Fit and everything. Mm-hmm. 
but just being in that commercial, I agree. having those moments where the camera just panned in on your face, saw you running, yeah. yo, that shit meant a lot. That made this training experience so crazy. Let's talk about training a little bit, right? True. So, what is it? Uh, 18 or 22 weeks of training? Yeah. I think we definitely... I know I, mm-hmm. mine was a little bit shorter because I, I was in gumbo fit training until like I think gumbo did like twelve weeks of training, right? Mm. Did they? I think a little longer than that. Yeah. What well, I don't know. Like May first. I'm not sure because I yeah I kind of jumped in with gumbo a little mm-hmm. later too, but right. I was on an eighteen week plan. Okay, so. cool, cool. So, I mean, how how was training for you all? Like, let's uh let's talk about the long runs because yeah. the recovery <laughs> runs are always let's talk about the long runs. Right. Yeah, the recovery runs are beautiful. We mm-hmm. love those. Uh, the speed runs were a lot more pleasurable the this best. year. Yeah, yeah I um, love the speed runs. I love yeah, a good speed, speed run. Speed runs I would kill a speed run. Yes. Yay, long run. Now, you got to understand, audience, that like the long run starts off your first long run because uh, depending on who you're using, what training program you're using, starts off maybe being like four or five miles. Mm-hmm. Very manageable. Yeah, very, very manageable. manageable. Depending on where you're at and, mm-hmm. your, you know, yeah. what you were doing before training started, so. But it does climb. Mm-hmm. And it gets to 20 miles. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, how did you feel when you started hitting the double digits? I know with Mike, he like, you know, that... I'm doing that shit. You know, sometimes on a Wednesday, I do 11, so. That's what I was going to speak on. It's like this this uh, training cycle, I had took a little hiatus on running. Um, so this training cycle was just really nice to just get in a training cycle because I had just came off of a, like a, a full year of cycle training. I had did three marathons in one year. So I had never, st- I hadn't stopped training Damn. in 2018. 2018, I was constantly training. Three. You did three. What was the three? So I did uh, the LA Marathon in the spring. Whoa, right before the spring. So I guess that might have been like March. Then I did the Champagne Marathon in June-ish, May, June. And then I did Chicago later on in October. Wow. And I did that all in one year. So it was I was constantly going from one 18-week training period to another. I'm dying running six miles right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, dying running like three. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it, it, it just all depends on, like, I'm a true believer in, like, once you do a marathon, you shouldn't necessarily stop. You should give yourself time to rest. Mm-hmm. But if you have high goals, um, it's really easy to get comfortable into not running when you're done with that training, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like you did that Definitely. 18 weeks. You're like, I don't want to run nothing over 10 miles for the rest right. but if you keep it going you'll see um a substantial increase in how fast you can run how longer you can run um just going straight into another training cycle but like i said you got to give yourself time to recover but yeah, not that too, differs from person to person ex- and a different, your body. exactly listen to your body listen to what you know what's going on but get right back into get it right back into get it right back into more, it so yeah it was nice getting back into a training cycle because i took like with me doing all that training, it was almost like I took a year off too. Okay. You know? Right. So, or more like six months, but so it was refreshing. No, that's cool. That's cool. Kenneth, this is your first marathon, mm-hmm. but you've been a runner. No, it's my third marathon. Oh, it's your third? Yeah. Oh, okay. All well, right. I did 2014, 2016, and this year, 2019. 
Drop those times, though. <laughs> 2014, I ran five hours and 59 minutes. Okay. 2016, got to make sure I'm not misquoting myself, but I want to say five. It's not the wrong with the ballpark. Yeah. yeah, 5.35. Okay. And then twenty this year I ran 4.16. So, almost two Over hours. Hour. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. From my first one. But I could say I didn't train like I should have in 2014. Mm-hmm. I was living in L.A. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying life, working there. And it's like I was there for th- four months for the summer, just for the summer. Mm-hmm. And I would do Ryan Canyon, and I'll do that twice. And like, oh, I'm done. That's my training. Mm-hmm. I, I took it serious this year and went running with Gumbo Fit, and it was a big difference yeah. in my time. How I felt, 2016, I trained a little more, but I also didn't take it as serious. I ended up in the emergency room two oh, weeks man. before the marathon what? with sciatica pain. And what once right. it's yeah. like a nerve that oh, goes from your lower back all the way, it just shoots down yeah, all the way down your leg. All the time. I don't think she got it, but she's <laughs> psychiatric. I always thought that is. was like some old black people, shit. right? No, that's real. So, okay. I and then I ended up with literally like no cartilage in my knee, and I had to wow. go physical therapy. And I got that all under control, can and I was it? like, "Huh? Can you regrow?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I was like mostly on bone to bone, and they they worked me, and I did that. Went through physical therapy, got back, and got back into it in 2019. I was like, I need a PR. Let's do this. I'm mm-hmm. taking it serious. It was to the point that I was in Barbados and I was still getting my long run in. <laughs> I was in New York, still getting my runs in. I was still traveling, still getting my long run in. Cause it was that serious. Right? Yep, that was my anniversary. It was my one year anniversary, and my husband refused to let me go run outside by myself in a different country. So I did all those miles on a treadmill, looking at the ocean. But I did go outside and did. I ran the last mile along the beach, but. Running along the beach is super hard, just FYI. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is this? Um, but a lot of injuries, a lot of setbacks, but I had a nice comeback. So it was all worth it. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that is yeah. definitely amazing. And so uh, I want you to answer my original question of how did you feel? Because this is your first. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. So how did you feel breaking the double digits? Ooh. Um, it was funny because I literally went from running a 10K. Last year I did the Big Ten 10K, and that's the farthest I've ever run. Like, the year before, 5Ks were, like, a new thing for me. So a 10K was, like, a huge accomplishment. And so, hold on one second. A 10K is, like, uh, what is it, like, seven miles? Six miles. Six miles. Six point two. Uh, 5K is... uh, 3.2. 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. Right, right. Okay, cool. Go ahead. So that was crazy for me, you know, and I was looking out my window and I saw people run the marathon. I had FOMO. I was like, oh, I'm going to run the marathon. (laughs) And then my friends were like, that's kind of aggressive going from a 10K to a marathon. I was like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) So I started doing my long runs and um, 12, 12 felt okay. I did 13... I th- no, I did 14 after that, which was crazy because I didn't even run 
a half marathon race. Like my first half marathon, my only half was marathon was my long run and marathon training. Right, right. Um, and it was dope because it's like every long run you do is your new longest run. Mm-hmm. So when I started hitting double digits, I felt okay. You know, when I was like 12, 14. And then when it started climbing, I think it got really difficult. Um, and you have to really start to be a lot more disciplined with your diet, your nutrition, your sleep really matters. So you can't be out late. You, you could even go out late and not drink, but get like no sleep and be messed up for this nah, long run. I, I challenge that. I think, yeah. I, think I had one, one my, good one long run when I, I think... actually stayed out late. I got like four hours of sleep and I did okay. Yeah. But like I had I did more long runs that were trapped. I had hours of sleep. Man, you Hey, but listen, I hit a seven. One of my miles, I ran a seven minute and eleven second mile. You, you wheeled that in. I was gonna Bruh, say, that's yeah. mind power. That's I was that's nice. healing it. That yeah. is, yeah, that's but what's no, up. completely, highly not recommended. No, <laughs> no at all, at all. And I think the difficult thing is there isn't really like a, a path. I mean, I would just kind of go from where I lived all the way down to. Like the planetarium, mm-hmm. so and then like back or, you know, whatever it was. So it was kind of hard to like curate the right route mm-hmm. to to run, mm-hmm. and then sync it up because if you don't get up at six a.m. to run with your group, you missed it. Mm-hmm. So then it's eight and like the sun's beating down in your face. You're yeah. hot. You're drained and you know just completely dehydrated potentially. And probably running by yourself because you missed all the running groups. Mm-hmm. Right. So when those long runs started, it was difficult. It wasn't like, okay, like an hour and I'm done. It was like two, three, four hour right. productions. And then when it got real hard, you would then recover and then you'd be tired. So then you didn't do anything for the rest of the day. So you would start running maybe like eight. It was one day I literally was like running, recovering, I think until like 5 p.m. It was just like, like I ran until like noon or Mm -hmm. one and then I like was so tired, sat down and I ate for a couple hours. It was like three. And then by the time I got home, it was like four or five or maybe I got in the boots and it was like five or six. I was like, my whole day is gone. Yeah. I spent tons of Saturdays just sitting on the couch. Yeah. I mean, and of course, like the better you get, it's a little, it can get, it'll be more efficient, right? Like if you wake up at six and you're like, boom, 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 like it's better. Yeah. But... If you wait late and yeah. do them long runs. Yeah, no, I'm so happy this year I did a lot earlier. But this year, training most of the marathon, all of, yeah, 90% of the marathon training, I was working at the railroad uh, for like a contractor for Union Pacific. Mm-hmm. and Specific, Union Pacific. And um, so my job was, uh, I was a Hollister driver. So I was hired, I was supposed to drive trucks okay. and stuff like that. And I was supposed to... Um, you know, move the shipping containers that you see on the trains, the long trains, from the train uh, parking spot to a actual parking spot and then back and forth, right? But, you know, also I wouldn't always be in a truck. So some days I would have to, like, climb up on the trains and, like, unlock them so they could okay, pick the them latches. by the train. And so I would do maybe 15 miles that Saturday and then go to work and be on my feet for 12 hours climbing up and down Mm-mm. off a train. Sounds crazy, but honestly, yeah, the best recovery. Okay, keep moving, keep moving. Oh yeah, stops the soreness. It yeah. gets rid of that uh, 
uh, uh, something acid that builds lactic. up in your the lactic acid, the lactic acid that builds up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. keep moving. And it, it cuts yeah. away the pain, but you are legitimately tired and drained and stuff like that. So that 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 stuff was crazy. My first year running was a little bit more spiritual. Mm-hmm. After I hit, I asked y'all that like that, that specific question because mm-hmm. for me. Um, and if you want to go back and circle back around, you know, maybe talk about your first one. But uh, for me, I everything that I ran above three miles was the first time I ran that distance. Okay. And yeah. it was cool. It was fun. Running is so tangible. I this I've never run five miles before. This week I did it. I've mm-hmm. never run six miles before. This week I did it. Mm-hmm. But it was something that happened when I hit like that half marathon distance. Mm-hmm. Like, so every Saturday I would do that distance and then afterwards I would come back home, body covered in salt. You know, I'm well seasoned. <laughs> well seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's real. It's real. You can uh-huh. see the salt from your body, the sodium. Yes. Exactly. Salt crystals on your like, skin. Like, look, your lips exactly. like, mm-hmm. like, like, why am I salty? <laughs> 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 I like, I would have these moments. You ever had that feeling when your face, like, you're about to cry and your face suit up, there's no tears? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would happen to me. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. sad. I'd be livid. I'd be happy. But mm-hmm. my face would kind of tune up. Mm-hmm. And so my little brother was like, bro, that's you running them bad vibes off. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine the amount. So if you don't run these kind of miles, you're expending so much energy yeah. running, especially if you're running to get faster. Mm-hmm. You're, you're pushing out so much energy yeah. that, you know, I kind of, the idea of doing something that was seemingly impossible seven days ago mm-hmm. and then doing it yeah. and coming back on the other side alive and feeling good and feeling happy, my first year training was so fucking emotional so emotional yeah. um this year i didn't have that experience so much that spiritual uh experience so much because of the level of camaraderie that i had right you know like mm-hmm. it was just it was just purely just trying my best to be at the front of the pack every saturday yeah um i am an aries so most of this is a challenge for me i don't like running behind people right it, actually, I get slow running behind people. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I can't I'm do it. Opposite. I'm the opposite. Yeah, I run much faster. Distance from between you and that person. Like for yeah. me, the greater the distance gets, the more the greater the distance is, the more defeated I become. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like. I'd much running. rather leave the pack I, and be I, front. You out of sight, out of mind. If I don't, if you so far ahead of me, I don't see you. Right. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect me. Exactly. If you if if you are as close as you are to me right now, mm-hmm. you in front of me. You 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 messing up my stride. You messing up my mind. See, that doesn't bother me. I gotta speed oh, that's up. That's why you left me Wednesday, huh? I I can't Was lie. That Wednesday Saturday. <laughs> Yo, I can't even lie. Like I can run with you. Mm-hmm. You cannot run in front of me. Mm-hmm. It, that stresses me. See, out. I'm all about staying think... in somebody's hip because at the end I will beat you mm-hmm. at the end because mm-hmm. I have the kick. Right. Yeah. So I'm right. like, all right, right. cool. Right. Like when I'm ready. I'm gone. Nah, right. I gotta, I gotta stand in front of you, even if it's like a fraction, <laughs> even if it's like just, just a just fraction, slightly. just slightly. No, I, I, I run with you. I understand what you're saying, bro. I'm the same way. Let's, let's. You let's, ran let's, before. I've ran inside you, but I've also finished before you. Yeah, but I've also finished. Before <laughs> before you. Nah, I don't remember that day. I don't. 
I would not. I, I would not get in a foot race with Kelsey. I would say that. Right. I will not. I've seen Kelsey run. Her form is fucking beautiful. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy, and I. Very strong runner, very quick. You have track experience. Mm-hmm. I would not. I would not put money <laughs> on me beating you in a foot race, but you would never finish in the long run. Mm-hmm. Ahead of me. That sounds like a challenge. You would never do it. Challenge. I hear a challenge too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, nah, I love it. Um, she just gave me this really intense look, so I'm <laughs> Um, Yeah, so bam, the long runs, the what what would what it, what was the hardest outside of race day of course what yeah. was the hardest run for y'all during this train session yeah what day which which one hmm. picks out the most and why was that like crazy i have you? three you got it okay you give me two you can give me two um can i describe two and then just quickly say like the third one i don't think you can say it quickly <laughs> i right. can i really can so, ahead, the, so the quickly one was my second over 20 miler. I did 22 miles. What? So I did 21 miles because my Nike app stopped like a mile in. So mm-hmm. I ended up doing 21 miles. Mm-hmm. And then my plan went up to 22 miles. So the next week I did 22. So that 22 miler felt terrible. Wow. The 21 or whatever miler was good. And then the other, I'll just talk about one of them. I had, the time I hit 14 miles... I have never felt so terrible in my life. I literally stopped. It was maybe around 10, 11 miles. I stopped at this tennis court, and it hurt to walk. Like, it hurt to walk. I called my best friend, and I was like, yo, I want to stop. Like, I called one of the windrunners, and I was like, yo, talk me off a ledge. I'm about to call a lift. Like, I can't. Mm. And um, I ended up finishing. Like, I did, you know, I obviously had to stop and, like, walk a little bit. But it just... It felt terrible. Like, I've never experienced, like, that feeling. And I felt like that after the marathon. But during that run, it literally hurt to walk. Like, how does it hurt to walk? And when I'm, like, putting my feet up against the gates of this tennis court, like, I'm still in pain. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. It was terrible. It was terrible. And I can't remember why or, like, what happened. Right. Um... Maybe it might have been, like, my strength training. Or maybe I didn't do all the runs I was supposed to in the plane that week. But that was literally because I remember when I called my friend, she was like, "Well, I feel less bad because I did something probably I wasn't supposed to do like that week." <laughs> but that was literally the worst. Like that, aside from like you know the one of those runs where I didn't get enough sleep and you kind of went out, right? And you, you drank some things you probably shouldn't have drank, ate some things you probably shouldn't have ate. <laughs> Something a little too hot. Sure like, that. my girl threw up. I didn't throw up, but I wasn't running fast. So I would say those hey, those were get, the worst. Get those miles. The mm-hmm. worst. Th- those were the low points right. of the long run. Who's next? Give me one. Come on, Ken. Um, I want to say 16. 16 I miles. thought you were going to say nine. I can't even stunt. No, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Kelsey All just summer. bit a whole drink across the room. <laughs> T went across the room. The right. But also, literally. Do we have like some paper towels or something? I'm so sorry. That's I can't But I see why you say that. Mostly because when I ran. You're going to need my, that when you go outside. Home. Right. <laughs> you right. My, my motto was um, 
LSD along LSD. So Lakeshore I did Drive, long, yeah. steady distance along Lakeshore Drive. Mm. I never went super fast, and I wouldn't go super slow. I would just keep this steady distance every single Saturday. Right. I don't know if you noticed it. And it would be funny because I would be I ran with Courtney literally ninety percent of Saturdays. That's what surprised me about your finish time. Like mm -hmm. she did not run what I would consider to be that fast at any point during training. <laughs> and so when I saw her time slow and steady wins right. the race. I was yeah, like, that's what it is. I was like, When I could push myself okay. and when I couldn't because I knew what my steady comfortable pace felt like gotcha. so when I was at mile 20 I was like okay I'm still at that LSD let me just go let me just finish get this over with and I think I was able to keep up the momentum but I didn't I didn't I didn't train at the pace that I ran the marathon I ran way faster than what I trained. Yeah, that was so, amazing. <laughs> I feel like next year I'm going to train a little faster, mm -hmm. but I like the way I did it. But I'm, I'm you open did for really change. Well. Thank yeah, you, you really thank did. you. <laughs> you really did. I, I... And you said you want the pacer. Pace yeah, I went with a pace group. So I ran with a 420 pacer until mile 21. And then I had to That's use amazing. the restroom. <laughs> yeah. so did you go to the restroom? Through. I did. She went to the restroom and still finished? <laughs> I used the bathroom four times. In the right? Yeah. yeah I, I used it once. It was, a, it was the longest piss I ever took yeah. in my life. I was like, all right, is this urine still coming out? Yeah. Are you serious? I pissed four times. Like, the most stop. I, ever pissed. I don't know what it was, but. But getting your pants yeah. back up is the worst, so I wouldn't recommend it. Because <laughs> you're so sweaty and yeah. it's like. I'm well, see, I, I, I used the bathroom at like Lincoln Park. What, okay. by the zoo? Yeah, by, like, by the trees, mm -hmm. or did you get a... Did you I, know, get I, I got a, a, okay. I got a port like potty and six, stuff. Gotcha. Right? Huh? Like mile five, About mile six, six yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? So that's why I used the bathroom. I used it four yeah, times. That was like... that. You you wild. Yeah, I was I don't wild. know if yeah, I could have stopped that many times. I dropped like, four times. Boop, boop, boop. That's crazy. You broke the seal. I broke the seal. Crazy. That's the most I've ever in any race. It was crazy. I thought I was nervous at the beginning of the race. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, it's just nervousness feel. You, you don't really have to nervous. use the bathroom. And Sasha started running. And we started running up Clark toward, like, we was getting close to, like, North Avenue. And uh, actually, before that, like, I want to say, like, Clark and LaSalle in Ohio, I saw the porta potties. And I was like, damn, I think I really got to go. <laughs> but I was like, I can't stop here because I stopped there the, the first year. I'm like, I'm gotcha. not stopping there. Like, that's a bad omen. I ain't doing it. So I kept going. I said, like, I'll be good. If I hold it long enough, it'll go right. back up, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and once I passed North Avenue, I was like, nah, this is <laughs> real. But I was afraid yeah. to stop right. because I heard that you get disqualified if you get caught just being out in public on the street. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, I can that see would have broke too. my heart. I would have right. cried. Yeah. Right. cried if I would have Yeah, so don't, do, don't do that. I would have broke down. I would have been so emotional. I would have cried. But like, so I ran. And then finally, you turn and turn, and I see the porta potties. And so I just, I think at that point in time, I was, I was in front of Carly, but I was behind AJ. AJ fast. Yeah. AJ is fast. Like I could not, I did not. I would see the back room. I could not catch up with her. Mm -hmm. So I just took off to the porta potties, used the bathroom for like three hours, hopped out uh, the porta potty, and then I just took off. I just sprinted to the next mile marker seven, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I was because I was trying to 
Right. In my mind, I was trying to do under four hours and 30 minutes. So I was like, I got to catch up. I right. got to go. So I sprinted and uh, tried to run as fast as I can. I caught up with Carly and AJ. Never, never saw the front of AJ. <laughs> never. <laughs> that, and he was just trucking along. <laughs> but um, since we're talking about Marathon Day, uh, what's up? Uh, what y'all do to get ready for the race? Like, but so mar- so race day starts basically the night before. It doesn't mm-hmm. start the morning of the race. Mm-hmm. Nope. It starts the day before. Hey, what did y'all have for y'all uh, pre race day meal? meal? Yeah, pre race meal. What did y'all eat for that? Um, well, this year I had the pasta. I had the pasta that Sicily from yeah. Um, that Sicily offered and Sicily had the, oh, the yeah. party. Oh, yeah. We, we all the, did go to yeah, uh, Sicily's event. Pasta. We had mad pasta. Yeah. No cheese. No no cheese. Yeah. No cheese. No cheese. But typically, um, I keep my consistent, like my diet consistent to what I've been doing for the long runs. And this training cycle, I've been eating a lot of fried rice before. Like chicken fried yeah. rice, bro. Like, because yes. it's a little bit of protein. <laughs> Cause you don't want to have too much protein, yeah. Because it you'll have stomach issues the next morning, okay. which you try to break down the protein. Um, but yeah, that carbs was me with a gyro exactly. for one of my long runs, bro. Yeah. I I know you was going through it. Got what? What did you say? Right. What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> she says gyro. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. This is going to turn into a debate. Yeah, like that's not. No. <laughs> Greeks don't even pronounce it that way. They say gyro. Yes, First of all, that sounds Japanese accent. Whatever. That did kind of sound mad Japanese. Whatever. (laughs) Where are you from again? Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Okay. You got a problem? (laughs) Yeah, what you pronounce in Gyro like that? Yeah, I got a problem. What you pronounce it like that? (laughs) Ain't no E in Gyro. Anyway, (laughs) there's not one E in there. Go, what were you talking about? <laughs> fried rice. Fried rice. Fried rice. Typically, that's what Did I would I do before my... Mm-hmm. Fried, fried rice. rice. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's typically what I would do before the long runs is that. Uh, fried rice. Oh, that's for the carbs. Yeah, nice. it's fantastic. Yeah. Some some actual grain, not to nerd out, but yeah. some grains of rice are actually better than pasta because they release the nutrients in them slower. Mm. Like long grain rice. Okay. They uh they have more vitamin B, more iron and stuff like that, yeah. and they release slower short grain rice. Gotcha. So long grain rice is good if you're gonna eat the night before. Okay, and makes stuff. sense. But if you want to eat like before the actual run, yeah, mm. you do short grain rice because it releases the nutrients a lot quicker. faster, the carbs okay. and everything a lot quicker. I'm gonna keep also, going to that. Mad nerd stuff. If there's any actual runners listening to this, yeah. Nice. And but rice is better than pasta. What were y'all eating like uh, the day of, like in the morning? The day oh of? Let me tell y'all about my day Three hard-boiled eggs. Okay. I didn't have... I woke up and I had made a bagel, a half a bagel. It was toasted perfectly. I'm like, I'm going to put some cream cheese on this. So I'm going to eat it. Took a bite and immediately got nauseous. I don't know if it was nerves. because I was nervous. It had to have been nerves. Right. But literally, I took... And then I took the other half with nothing on, t- on it, took a bite, and felt like I was about to throw up. I said, that's it. I'm not eating anything. <laughs> but I got sick if, to eating, and I was nervous before. I was like, why am I, I have this much anxiety? But I didn't eat anything. I drank some water, and that's it. The morning crazy. of the marathon because wow. I got nauseous. 
I can't out. remember. I think I had a banana and a honey stinger waffle okay. like the day okay. of. Those are good. Um, they have legitimate waffles. Yeah, yeah. it's like That's a little. It's um, like a it's like a cracker, like a cracker mm-hmm. thing that and you're supposed good. to pair up with like coffee Word. that you can. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to give you energy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I honestly can't remember what I did the night before. I'm like really sitting up here trying to remember. I remember two days before because they said start carb overload two days before that is true. marathon. Yeah. Week and I remember eating like some sort of pasta. It was like vegetables. I think it was like a lemon salmon like type like a lemon pasta with like salmon or something. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I cannot remember what I ate the night before at all. Like I'm right. sitting up here trying to remember. Yeah, I try to keep it light the night before. I was yeah, say, definitely. I, you know, it wasn't anything too crazy. Yeah. And I had like three plates of that pasta. <laughs> I did the same thing two days before. I ate a lot of pasta yeah. at the event, mm-hmm. and I also drank a gallon of water two days yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, that's Remember, yeah. every time I saw y'all, y'all didn't have a water bottle. I said, "Drink some water. Drink, drink some water." Noons, electrolyte overload crazy that whole week, and yeah. I had yeah. cut out on the, the coffee. Even though the, you know it's kind of a myth that coffee dehydrates you or whatever. It Is actually. I mean, it dehydrates you, but you're putting a lot of water in your body, though, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, uh, coffee. It's, it doesn't need... It's a... What do you call that? A diet... Um, a diuretic? A diuretic. diuretic. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had read something That's that said that it doesn't... It, you know, a lot of people think that it does, like, dehydrate you, but um you're taking in a lot of water. Like, if you got a cup yeah. of water, you know? Nah, that's smart. Yeah, so... Um, but, yeah, I don't try to... And, what did I do the day of? I did a bagel. I did two bananas. Um, I'm a real big. I love. Um, have you guys tried? Um, no, I'm thinking. I can't think of the name of it. Not noon. No, not noon. But um, Martin. Morton. Yeah, have y'all tried Morton yet? I haven't. Tried I, haven't. I did it during the twenty miler. Okay. That I don't know if you did that. No, you didn't do that with me. Because they gave us Morton product, the bus. Oh, yeah, the, the bus. Yeah. Morton, I am a big, like, I, I like, love I Morton. work for you. So, I, what is Morton again? So, Morton is going to be a, pretty much a concentrated, like, carb mixture. Um, a lot of pro athletes use this mixture. Kipchoge Even Kachobi uses it. Yeah. He was, like, one of the biggest profile, like, athletes that uses it. Um, a lot of athletes that are sponsored by other Brands right. actually use it. Got to the point where they came out with a, um, a unbranded version of it. Like right. they got a pack with no name. You don't know what it is. Right. And these runners were using this, and they were getting in trouble right. because they're supposed to be running with the brand that they're associated with. Right, right. Um, but I, you know, I would highly suggest like people try it on their next like training or their next like race because it, it helps out a lot. That's what I'm interesting. I'm looking into that. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. No, no, it did not help me. This really, year. I don't I, like that. I, I love it. You don't like new? I don't Mm-mm. see. I don't really? like the taste of it. I don't necessarily I don't know if I notice the difference. I don't. I didn't like Morton, but then really? let's go back to the fact that that was my second twenty plus. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I can't really provide a really good gauge. Yeah. Of I cramped so bad at the mile eighteen. Yeah, during the about, race or uh, during the, the race, race. I, cramped, during the race. I was done at mile thirteen. Yeah, it, in the marathon, it was it was crazy. I was making some beautiful time. I was on, I was on par to do like 
three forty five. I was told. Okay. Nice. Like when I yeah. like when I when I stopped, Clanetta uh, uh, um, told me she was like, before my eighteen, mm-hmm. it said you was gonna finish in three hours and forty five minutes, and yeah. all of a sudden, you just stopped. I was just, right. she was like I was expecting a phone call. Yeah. Say you was hurt or something. Let me ask you this, because a lot of people said the same thing on the apps. Did you drink any of the the Gatorade around Mount Eighteen? I'm pretty sure I probably had some Gatorade at some point. Did your stomach start hurting? Mm. My stomach was cool. Around mile 18, there was supposedly a bad mixture of Gatorade Mm. that a lot of people had um, consumed. Because there was so many people reporting that their stomach was hurting. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they can't, like, people were like, well, it had to be the Gatorade. Because everybody oh. said that they had the Gatorade around that mile marker. That's crazy. That's crazy. Said that. Did you get that survey in your email asking about the Gatorade during the marathon? Oh, uh, no, I didn't see that. So I that's probably what they was asking so I didn't about. Yeah. I didn't drink. I was I didn't really adamant. I don't drink Gatorade yeah. when I run at I didn't all. Drink any Gatorade either. I do. One I, of my coworkers I, told me, like, don't drink yeah. not don't drink it but she said if you want to train with it train with it yeah. but if you don't train with it don't drink it race day yeah. so, so I just never drink it now me either. yeah I, I, I have my I'll run with a water bottle because okay. I need something to do gotcha. while I'm running mm-hmm. so I like throw it between hands and stuff like that or just just find something to do I just need True. something to do uh, but so I, I I don't believe that I did it in my okay. 18 but I, I know I had it after Mount 18 because gotcha. I was drinking and eating anything, anything that you get your hands yes. on to right? get you even got a banana stop my calf, like at first it was like just a cramp here, and it like climbed up and it went around. I got cramps on my inner thighs. I didn't even know that. Shit like, I had some weird pains too. Like, yeah. like my second to littlest toe hurt at like mile six really? or seven. I was like, oh my gosh, am I about to lose my toenail? <laughs> it was fine, but I'm like, I had never had that that pain before, and it hurt for like two mm-hmm. miles. Did y'all try like, any the biofreeze? All of the bio, <laughs> the bio free station. Every time. I did, I did yeah. it at the end. Like, Every like nineteen twenty. Yeah. I, I flashed somebody's child. I'm so <laughs> oh sorry. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry to that young you man. Uh, the first one in Chinatown. Okay. You know they had like high school students working that one and right. stuff like that. I was in so much pain, so I ran over there. What hurt your shame? And stuff like that. No, everything was cramped. All the, my entire legs were yeah. a, a rock basically. Mm-hmm. And I get there, and she, she, I'm sorry, young lady. <laughs> she starts spraying my my shin. There's no muscle there. Right. I mean, right. That's, that's bone. 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 Right. My, I got my shin sprayed. My shins hurt. No. Like, I, my muscles. I was like, get the calf, get the calf. And, you know, she started spraying the calf and stuff. And then I was like, I was like, the other girl was like just standing there. So I was like, took the can from her. <laughs> and I went, and I'm wearing three-inch shorts. And so I went to go spray like up in this area and I just kind of like pulled my shoulder. I was like, sorry. And I ran around like the little sign and I sprayed all up in that situation (laughs) because I'm trying to like loosen all of this up. That's real, bro. Came back. (laughs) So I just tossed her the bottle and then I just like ran off and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. And then I got to the next BioFreeze joint. Shouts out to, uh, I don't know who that gentleman's name. He has some really soft hands. (laughs) <laughs> really soft hands. That's it was like remember. where they had the jail that's pump. You remember he had soft hands. Listen, he saved your life. I mean, he's he needed he, attention. Right. Listen, his hand, his hands were in places only my doctor's hands could be. I was like, rub it everywhere. <laughs> oh my everywhere. god, not a care in the world. We was we was rubbing the mess out of my legs. Shouts out to somebody's grandmother, somebody's mama, on uh at the McDonald's on Indiana. Okay, mm-hmm. she rubbed my calves. I appreciate her so much. 
I stopped and I was stretching. He's like, baby, you need some help? I was like, yeah. It's like, what you need? I was like, get this leg. Get the left one. I got the right one. So she was rubbing my calf. She was like, baby, I'm just so proud of you. You out there That's doing a good job. Yeah, shout out to black women. I don't know these people. Really? No. Yes. I was I running by myself, though, like the whole time, except the end. Let me show you, like, it's crazy who you see on the course. Like, I, I saw ran, some I knew. like, into somebody that uh, I was like, I had stopped a little bit. It was in Chinatown. She was like, you want an orange slice? And I was like, yeah. So I run up, I go over there and get the orange slice. She was like, you're doing good. You're almost done. And she was like, your name is Mike, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, you might not remember, but I ran with you in NRC. Mm-hmm. I used to run with you um, when really I did nice. my first marathon or whatever. And she was like, you're doing really good. And then when I looked at her, I was like, you do look familiar. And I was like, thank you. I really appreciated that. And I just kept going. But it's like, you'll be surprised. How many people you touch, exactly, and then yeah. how That's much true. support? I guess I did right. have, I did have a couple moments because, like, my friend, um, she used to cheer for Chicago Level Bulls, and this was almost when we were at the United Center. I'm coming around this turn, and I just see these pom poms, and I'm like, what are these pom poms? And then I'm like, oh my god, it's my friend, and she's like, um, and I literally was like about to start walking. I was like done at that point mm-hmm. over by the United States I can't even remember what mile that was mm-hmm. and then like Ariana Grande be alright came on <laughs> my ears at the same time I literally started bawling oh. as soon as I saw her I was like oh my god yeah. it was crazy yeah it was the, crazy that's the dope part about it too is that you know when you run it on the course you kind of have these place markers of where you know people are going to be so yeah. that's going to motivate you to, to do your best right. yeah. so for like you know, and when we get to pass, like in the little Italy area, so I know I'm going to see Edge. I know I'm going to see the people Yeah, Coach Edge. Robin ran with me, you know, you for know a little bit. She was like, how's your nutrition? Blah, 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 Saw blah. Sicily. Yeah, Coach, yep. remember yeah. my name. I only met her like once or twice. That's how dope she, my name that's how dope she is. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, you know. Coach Robin, shout out to Shout out to Three Run 2, that uh, was three amazing. Three Run 2. Oh, they say. Like, shout yeah. look at Confetti. Yeah. I was, I, oh, it was three so loud. so. You know, knowing where your family members are going to be placed, knowing where yeah. co-workers are going to be placed, knowing where, you know, these groups that you run with. Mm-hmm. Um, Cicely was at the Gatorade station. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? And uh, I Nia, Cicely. who runs with us now, she yeah. was at one of the Gatorade joints. So. I tackled Cicely. I almost knocked her over. Because <laughs> I came in for a hug, but I came in too hot. Uh-huh. Gotcha. And I, like, had to, like, grab her so I would knock her over. And shout out to Nia. I think she was, Nia was at mile 11, I think. Picasso okay. was at mile 20. I saw him. Uh-huh. He was with my friends. And I look, I'm talking to my friends. I'll go for it. And it's like, that's Picasso. So that's real dope. It's so amazing. It has, like, so many people out there. How many spectators? About? I want to say a million. Am I exaggerating? Yeah, I mean, I can believe that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I would believe that. Okay. For sure. Yeah, especially because, I mean, what, runners is, what, over 40,000? 40, yeah. yeah. So... That's with insane. families are coming to see you, random people, right. all like the neighborhoods you go through. And I'm neighborhoods? sure there's people yeah. out there that don't even know nobody running. Yeah, they just yeah, they just be there. Yeah. Yeah. I did that one year. Yeah. I just went out there yeah. and was just screaming for people. And especially if they, got, if you got your name ironed on your shirt, oh, I'm saying that's what somebody told me. I did that my first year. It's amazing. Like. Uh, my first one, I cried from mile 20 to mile 26. That's how much pain I was in. Oh, yeah. I cried like, pain too, girl. It was rough. People were like, come on, Candace, You can do it. You can do it. And that just, that that's what helped me push my way through and finish. That's amazing. So I, I, I do have to do some maintenance real quick because I shouted out so many names. Oh, yeah, There's somebody who listens to my podcast who we pissed off if I didn't give up her props. Shouts out to Clinetta. Shouts out to August's mom. Mm-hmm. Like, they surprised me out in mm-hmm. Indiana. 
when you run it back uh, north. Okay. I didn't know they was going to be out there. It was her, August, and Zuri. They was mm. out there. Oh, my God. I needed them because I was yeah. done. I was in yeah. so much pain for too long. And I just yeah. saw them. Uh, uh, um, Zuri was out there taking pictures of the runners, taking pictures and stuff. She had a little camera. Clinetta rubbed my calves down. August had the other calf and stuff like that. August is my two-year-old. And stuff. So I really appreciate them being out there because it wasn't like the warmest day in the world. Right. But that was mad love. But I know she's gonna be petty and mention if I don't show up <laughs> because she's like everybody else is out there. I was out there for you. You were. I appreciate that. And the funny thing is, like after they was done rubbing me and stuff like that, helped me massage the cramp out of my calf. I took off running. And what I didn't realize was my two-year-old took off right behind me. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, she was like, it took me a minute to even realize that he was gone because I was looking at you. And all of a sudden I see a like a small red thing follow me. <laughs> and it was him. He just took off running with me. And so he's like so cute. Man, That's hilarious. Amazing. 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 He is a he's a freaking character. Aww. But all of these people that showed up yes. to that point. Go ahead. My family, my mom, my dad, my brother, my two best friends, and my best friend's cousin. So, like, six people. They all showed up at mile 22 with t-shirts that had my line name, Accelerate. So, I was eight. Okay. Um, So, Accelerate, head high to the finish. One of my best friends got them made. And so, they all had on these shirts that said Accelerate, um, like, E- XCEL, like Microsoft Excel, right. or, and then like eight, like because nice. I'm an eight. And so at 22, my little brother, he ran at Ohio State. He had a short on black shirt. And then my other best friend, one of my best friends who played soccer at OSU, they ran with me from 22 to 26. They got snatched off the course right before the finish line. Um, but they ran with me and they were like, Kelsey, you said you want to run 430. Like, you got to stay on pace. And they, they kept me running. I was like, crying there's people who passing me by and they were like all right accelerate you got this you got this and i literally was just i don't even know how i was going Mm -hmm. but they were just running with me and they ran a whole i don't even know how they ran my brother was like i don't even know what i was doing i wasn't thinking about anything but just trying to encourage you and like make sure you were okay and it was it was beautiful it was it was dope like that was probably the coolest thing ever to see that and to have that love yeah. and support, mm-hmm. yeah, like they all came from out of town yeah. except for my 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 best friend's cousin. I mean, she didn't have to come. You know, she lives in Columbus. I mean, um, in Chicago, she didn't have to come. Right, you know? right and everybody right. else came from cold. Ohio. Yeah, we and, said it was cold. Yeah, it, it was cold. It was mm-hmm. really cold. It was really really cold. You know that cliche? Well, it's kind of a cliche when they say like, if you don't believe in humanity, go watch a marathon or run a marathon yes. or something like that. It's so true. It's so true. Yes. It's so true. It will yeah. change your like, life for real. Like it's gonna change your life. It's gonna change somebody's life. Spectating you, like even the kids. Yeah, even the kids. Like yeah. the kids will really the little little you. Kids. I know the little yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the like, people. I don't want to knock you over, but here's a little people tap. supporting people <laughs> that they don't even know. And the yeah. signs. And the sign, so the signs cracked me up. What, yes. What I will say though, I need y'all to find spectators. If there are any marathon spectators out there who like serving bananas, I needed you to figure out a different system <laughs> serving the bananas. I appreciate you cutting them, yeah, and stuff and then like I that. Fumble with it, but you're at mile eighteen, mile twenty. <laughs> 
I have no dexterity. Like <laughs> dexterity, I cannot put my thumb in that. Every for the, it the second year yeah. that I've had to bite into my banana like an apple and just <laughs> spit that pill out, and then I just got, I'm just full facial on this banana. That's real. Oh yeah, y'all, y'all got some time like to figure out something for next year. Yeah, like maybe a popsicle stick. You know what I'm saying? Handy. There we go. Oh, that's and a good idea. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say from a sanitation perspective, I appreciated that versus like the ones where people just like putting their hands in it. Mm, like that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where your hands have been. I don't know where the millions of people that have been around you or the maybe, runners ahead of you. Maybe they had the tongues and they just drop it in your hands, you know, yeah, like yeah. or something. That's still kind of... That. Figure it out. Something. Figure it out. That's I, actually I, I, I don't want to yeah. have to peel a banana, but I need the banana. I yes, like the you popsicle need the bananas. Sticks. I like the popsicle, the popsicle sticks. Sticks. And shouts out to the pretzel bracelets. I what were those? Yes, yes. So, um... Did y'all take shots? I drank, no, I took, I drank I beer. No, where? Was where, where was that? Yeah, there were shots in Pilsen. I got like oh, some. Yeah. Oh, in Pilsen, I was, I was dying. There were shots yeah. in Boys Town too. There were shots all like, over the place. They had like drag I shows. I would, I would yeah, not yeah, suggest it. No, as soon as I drank the beer, I started cramping up. Yeah. No. Yep. So another thing that I think. Um, I was. <laughs> damn. So another thing that added to my cramping was. I wore completely different shoes from what I trained in. Did you? Were they new? You I did. knew I wasn't. You didn't break any. You didn't break them in. No, I, so I ran three miles in them prior to race day. Damn. But yeah, I could, bro. I could help myself. Stop giving me new shoes before That's my true. freaking run. That's a fact. Stop it. The Zoom fly. I got some new oh, shoes no, too, but no, I put them to the side. I got those Zoom fly. It's hard. Need a good my, life. my discipline. It's Twenty miles. I feel like in those Zoom flies. Forty. Listen, you need once to, you break those in, you they're, break, they're good. perfect. It takes yeah. 40 miles to break your Zoom flies. For those who don't Tell know, the Zoom where? flies have a plate in them, and yeah. they just hit your legs yes. differently. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> your legs have to come accustomed to the way you're striking yeah. and the way they push you forward versus mm. the Pegasus that I was already running yes. in. Mm. But I put my Pegasus on, and I was like, damn, these joints are so heavy. Mm-hmm. I was convincing oh my myself. <laughs> once you start training in Zoom flies, it's like, you don't want to go back to the pegs. Listen, Unless you're that, doing like a That three miles I I was a freaking gazelle. Mm-hmm. That was me too when I ran my three miles yes. in them zoom flies. You couldn't tell me nothing. My feet hurt when exactly. I ran. But let me tell you how petty I was, though, right? I think my Because I also thick, got some. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go let me, ahead. No, go ahead. So, what, uh, what, uh, let me tell you how petty I was. I, uh, I got some new socks with those zoom flies. So, Gumbo and Nike, we was sponsored by Nike. Yeah, so, Nike was giving us uh, race gear and all of that. That shit was amazing. All of but so I got some socks with the shoes. I put the new socks on. See, you I was wearing them socks. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was like, I put them on. I was like, nah, these feel too new. I can't wear these. I took the socks off, put some old socks on, and put them new, barely ran in shoes on. And I was like, them socks. The though? socks though? Nah, we gotta wear. Nah, that ain't right. I can't do that. I, I but I put I these new shoes on them. Oh my god. Shoes on. I look good as fuck. You do look good. But yeah, bro, you should have kept You should have kept the. I had to walk on my last eight, my last uh, what uh, four miles. Yeah, I walked and ran a lot of mine too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I, I went out too fast. Like I did too. Oh, oh, listen, I did yeah. not stretch my legs out for the first five miles. I kept this just really compacted stride. Yeah, because I was just like, I don't know how to slow down. Yeah, and so I'm just gonna just do a shorter stride, and right. hopefully I'm conserving energy like that. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Were you going out too fast? Did you go out yeah. fast on? 
purpose? No. So Nobody ever does. I think it was a psychological thing. Wow. Did you? How did you okay. do that? So, like, I really wanted to break four hours. Okay. That was, like, my initial goal. And the crazy thing is, if I would have, like, played it like Candace, I probably would have gotten closer <laughs> to breaking four hours. But what I did was, Coach, Coach was like, all right, do, like, 9.30 for the first 10, mm-hmm. 9 for the second 10, and then just let it rip. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. In my head, I'm, like, adding up. I'm like, that ain't about to give me my goal. <laughs> so, so I sign up, and I tell the person, I sign up for a pacer. Uh-huh. And she was like, all right, what pace? I almost did 355. That was crazy. Wow. So I did the four hour pacer. Right. And I was good. I stayed with him. Right. But like, I was coming in at like 845, 850. Like, mm-hmm. I was below nine for the first like 13. Good, right? I, was yeah. re- ooh, I was feeling real good. Yeah, they, yeah. My family, missed, the adrenaline, my family yeah. missed me at mile like five or six. They were like, Did you pass me? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just feel good. I'm running. Yeah. And they're like, Kelsey, you passed us. And so I'm missing my family because I was running. Much faster than I anticipated. Right. Nice. Mile thirteen, I hit the biggest wall, and I was like, like I hadn't even hit that wall when I would be doing my long runs. Right. But like I hit a wall, I was like, dang, this ain't yeah. gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. For like any like beginning like runners, it's like think like they want to go ahead and do their first marathon. Always stick to your plan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stick to your Take plan that you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could tell anybody anything, yeah, I would say that. Stick to your plan because mm-hmm. um, thing is, this is, I had no plan. My plan was just to get as close as to my best as possible, and I didn't train for that though. I mm-hmm. trained to be have a comfortable, a comfortable training um, season. So I think it was almost like when I got on the course, I think it, it kind of like, all right, it's race, it's race time. Adrenaline. You can run uh-huh. your, what your, the pace that you're comfortable, that you usually run. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing. And, um, I mean, before like, like half of the race, probably like the first 15 miles, I was ahead of my PR. Right. But then I got to 18 and hit a wall because I wasn't in shape for that. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the, the only thing I would say is just stick to that plan. Yeah. Like stick yeah. to the plan. Don't change anything the day of. Yeah. Like stick to the the, the written plan that you did Literally for yourself. Your body. You know, Everything listen that to your body. For you, yeah. Just keep that. Yeah. Don't change up your nutrition. Nah. Nothing. Your, your outfit. Your shoes. No. Because no. I, I didn't hit a wall. Running that outfit. Yeah. I didn't okay. hit one either. I didn't hit a wall. I hit a. And, and when I went Damn. to the Nike, mm-hmm. uh, when I signed up for a pacer, I, I wanted to do 430. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, 430 or 420. And he told me, do 430 because your mindset, if you're doing faster than what your goal is, um, you'll feel a little better. But if you're going slower, it does something to you and you'll start to be like, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm good. Or you'll push yourself too much and burn out. Right. So I had stayed um, with the slower pace at first, and then I was like, you know what? Let me just push it. After a while, mm-hmm. and was able to. Um, that goes back to like that long, steady distance that I was trying to keep up with, mm-hmm. and that was my problem. Is like being afraid to be uncomfortable. Mm, right. And I know I was telling Courtney um, right before the marathon. I was like, thank you for pushing me out of my comfort zone because. I'm afraid of being uncomfortable. And that's like in every aspect of my life. Like I get comfortable and I just want to stay like that. Sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's not. Um, But I would highly recommend running with a pacer too if you're not really um, 
don't really understand. Because when I looked at the online and looked at like the graph that they show you, my graph was like a perfect going straight across. Mm, yeah. And I was like, wow, that yeah, pacer really amazing. worked. Mm, like, yeah. that was dope. Yeah, a few good. years ago, you should have saw my map. It was up, down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like everywhere. And that, that makes you waste so much more energy um, when you're doing that. Up and down, stopping, going. And that it, you get in your head and it just changes the whole aspect of the race True. so that was that was my um my outlook and my approach to everything right, to, right. I'm like just get it done that's how i felt a lot of people say you they say that us as marathons that we encourage them and inspire them to run marathons so that's what i do it for i love it that's cool. <laughs> All right, so i asked interesting that you brought up um how your personality kind of affected your training because yeah. you running a marathon running period honestly is an intimate thing with yourself 100 you mm-hmm. know even though it's forty thousand people out there you were running that race alone you was running that race uh, against yourself right in a sense and you learn so much about yourself especially in a training program so intense as marathon training uh, I took on marathon training because I am not a disciplined person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Me too. right, and uh, I am, I am very guilty of starting things and not finishing them. Mm-hmm. And I needed a I, when I my first marathon, I needed a victory at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. I needed gotcha. to do something, finish it. Mm-hmm. I needed to break the cycle, and so being able to do that. I have become I've become way more disciplined than I was Definitely. prior to that first marathon. Yeah. yeah. Like in just everything. So the one thing I mind. the one hurdle I haven't been able to overcome is my diet. I was speaking to you that the <laughs> yeah. other day. Right, right. Food is food. It's, that's the hardest that's part. A challenge. Yeah. I, I cannot, especially when it comes like I don't I don't eat pizza with unfamiliar people. <laughs> Because I know my first impression is going to be I'm very greedy. <laughs> Not greedy. I would say weird. Greedy. Tell them what's on your pizza. No. Well, oh, so my favorite pizza is <laughs> yeah. sausage, spinach, and green olives. So no, what was that other stuff olives. you had? The shrimp and... Oh, she's talking about... <laughs> all right, so listen. Uh, so, okay. She's talking about Italian fiesta. Okay. We in Chicago. I'm from the South Side. Right. Um, for our post, was it the post? No, it wasn't even the post. It wasn't even post. It was. We were just we a, a week later. Night. Yeah, a week later, and we, we was still in the same flow. I introduced them to Italian fiesta. They had never had it. Shrimp and jalapeno pizza. It was right? so good. It was good. It has to. I I don't know what they do down in New Orleans or whatnot. I don't know what they do up there in New York. But that's a Chicago <laughs> classic right here. Shrimp and jalapeno, thin crust pizza from Italian no, Fiesta. I've never had it. You've not had it? I've never had that, but I've had Italian Fiesta, but never had that type. Bruh. Yeah? Eastside special. Introduced them. They was all like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Kelsey kind of gave it the same face a little bit. <laughs> but she was watching all of us eat and she tried. It's like, nah, this is same thing with Candace. They was not sure. bro. I was like, I'm going to it was good. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's skeptical. I'm going to try it. I'm going to at least give it a try. That's a combo I've never heard of. <laughs> You've not I've heard? I've heard about Chicago pizza, but I've never heard that 
So I don't know if y'all heard uh, uh, Gemini Jones in the back. She talked. She been in Chicago her entire life, right? Never heard that. And no never had that. Hey, you learn something new every day, I guess. Like, all right, well, listen, I'm gonna have to make it happen. I'm introducing. Yeah, that's Chicago. That is way over east. That's Chicago. Yep, seventy first and Stony Island. You know. They make it. It's amazing. Actually, the spot in Hyde Park make it, too. They do? Yeah. Actually, that's where I got eyes from. Yes, it's fire. Uh, yeah. 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 It's delicious. It's too it's far. amazing. I'm going to try it. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> what? What? You can drink on the mic. <laughs> I didn't want you to say something funny. Uh, oh, true. Oh, yes. Thanks. <laughs> Most deaf. But I don't know, man. Like, uh, yeah, that, that, that. This year was amazing. Yeah, I, it was. I, I, it really I, was. There's no other word yeah. for it mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, was your was that really like your main why of just truly wanting to become more disciplined? Yeah, yeah. Run? I needed a victory, and I, I I want to become very disciplined, and um, it's really the only reason why I have a season one of this podcast. Um, it's the only reason how I broke. Uh, Cause I so I was a lot bigger. I started off at two forty five. Mm. I got down to like two twenty, and I could not break that wall until I started training for marathon. And then uh, I was able to get down to two hundred pounds. Two hundred is my wall. I can't break two hundred yet, and I'm trying to. That's gonna come. But we talked about diet. that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, same thing this year. I think race day I was like two hundred one and stuff like that. Um, I would also like encourage you to not necessarily look at the scale, like pay attention to the way that you feel and then like your body composition when it comes to muscle, because you could be 200 pounds, but your physique looks a lot different and you feel a lot different. So yeah. I would pay less attention to the number on the scale and just more about like, do you like how you look? Do you no. like how you feel? No, I don't like, I don't like being, I don't, I, I, I feel better than being 215 at yeah. 200 pounds. I don't like it though. I, I just mean know. that muscle. Like you could then yeah. build muscle because yeah, muscle, no. what muscle still weighs. No, you know, I, like no. So for me, but it, I feel you. But I yeah. feel you. But I, I feel. I, yeah. I feel Anybody who's sure. losing weight, what Kelsey is saying is definitely very important. The number does not matter versus the way you look because muscle is going to yeah, be heavier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to hit that targeted weight. Tar- that targeted weight. I have kind of like a spectrum. And so between 180 and 190 as well, I would like to follow the same muscle may, you know, do it a little differently, but I'm, I'm done being over 200 pounds. Like for me, that number Fast. is a very important thing. I'm done being over 200 pounds. I want to be a lot smarter. First of all, I don't know how to dress big niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I have a, I have a, a particular taste and it don't work with my belly. Right? It don't. But um, I've enjoyed having you guys on. Is there anything else y'all want to share about running tips? Is there anything <clears throat> else you like, you know, I know everybody's thinking like everybody's listening. It's like, y'all running marathons? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess that would be one thing I would say is that like, don't knock it until you try it. If you're, if you're interested in actually like, you know, doing it, like stepping into long distance running, like. You don't have to start at a marathon. You can start at a half. Um, you can start at a 10K, a 5K. Um, just be active. And if anybody has any questions, you can reach out to any of us in this room. Like, and we can, How's that? you know, we, we, I'm more than happy to help people get to that to that next level of what they want to do. 
So. Right, 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 right. Yeah, what that's, about that's y'all? y'all have anything y'all want to share with anybody thinking about getting into running or running a marathon? It, it, I would say that there isn't like a runner's body type. Mm-hmm. And there's no such thing as um, looking like a runner. Right. Everyone is a runner. If you have a body, you're an athlete. Yeah, like, right. like I said, mm-hmm. like the environment, shouts to the okay. That's the mm-hmm. thing. A lot of people tell me, "Oh, I have so much weight to carry. I can't run. All runners are skinny." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "No, a runner is a runner. Like, don't feel intimidated. Mm-hmm. Just get out there. You never know. Um, when you, if you ever looked at a marathon, you see all these different people. They come in all different shapes, sizes, races." Everything. Everyone is back. No background is the same. It's so diverse out there. And um, if you want to lose weight, it's a good way to lose it. But that yes. shouldn't be the goal. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of people laugh at me because when I run, I don't listen to any music. I don't talk. I just like to get lost in my thoughts. That's my stress relief. So it's also a good way to release stress. But it also, it also depends on the person. But mm-hmm. don't feel like since you don't look like a runner you're not a runner because you are and you're actually an athlete that's my take there we go (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess I would say that you know I was one of those people who didn't think I could um you know all through college literally I couldn't have imagined running anything over like 400 meters literally literally my first time trial mile when I was a freshman I did so terrible and I laid on the high jump mat and I cried and I told my now best friend, I want to quit track. Like, would have gave up my scholarship, left Ohio State and everything just because that one mile was hard. Wow. So from going to having trouble running just one mile to running 26.2. And I think, you know, people seeing it, they're like, wow, that's so crazy. That's such a big accomplishment. I mean, and it is because running a, a marathon, you're in the top point five percent like the top one percent of the population only that percentage will run a marathon in their lifetime and you know people say like oh like that couldn't be me I could never do it but you could definitely and I think it's just really about putting your mind to something I would say it's one of the best decisions that I've ever made like Ian I was in you know a place in my life where I felt like I really just needed a boost to just jump and kickstart my discipline feeling better about myself where I'm going and I've even found myself you know just through different endeavors that I'm going through now it's like okay I trained and I had discipline you know for this marathon for several weeks so just because I can't see the finish line right now doesn't mean it's not coming doesn't mean the work that I'm putting in right now isn't going to translate into a victory later and that's really what the process does to you and I mean, on the other side, you come out not only a better runner, but a better person. So whether it's, you know, 13.1 or, you know, just getting started and you're just running your first 5K, like, I would encourage anybody who is even remotely interested in running or changing their life to just try it mm-hmm. and know you can do it. Yep. No, that's real. That's beautifully stated. I enjoyed that. Um, Brian, get out there. Move your body. It's the most tangible thing that I've done um, as far as exercising goes, especially if you're pushing yourself to go faster or get a higher mileage. What you cannot do this week, you can easily do next week. It happens that fast of running. And you will feel it in every day. 
in everyday parts of your life going up the stairs. If right now you're breathing hard going up a flight of stairs, <laughs> do three miles for like a couple weeks. You'll be stairs good. ain't going to be nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, is there anything else anybody wants to say or talk about before we wrap this up? No, man. No, you good? Thank you. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. This was real cool. Hope we can come back. Especially me, because I done spilled tea all over you. Yeah, you done spilled the tea. We're going to keep the Arizonas around you, right? Right. Everything okay. Cool beans. Feel free if you want to drop your social media handles. People can follow you at. Ladies first. Oh, um. Mine is at Candy Venice. A lot of people say Venice, but it's Venice. Um, it's K A N D I V E N I C E. So Candy Venice. Hey, it's Kelsey. Um, my Instagram handle is that's K Mac, just like it sounds T H A T S K M A C. And so follow my part artist, part athlete journey to adulting. Yes. Mm, that's one way to put it. Uh, Mike Brown. Uh, IG handle is four, the number four K, Mike M I K E, and my IG page kind of under construction right now. I don't got no pictures on there. I deleted the pictures like the say, other day. No, I deleted all the pictures you the other day. I so I got some more stuff work that I'm working on, and right. you know. Right. So know yeah, but you might see something on the uh, live or something or uh, the story. So oh, look so at you be that. lurking on the stories. You know, That's sometimes. Why you <laughs> but uh yeah I got, I'm, I'm gonna post some stuff soon but uh and then check out uh the long run podcast duh spelled d-a and then long run podcast shout out to sandy out of ny holding it down nice. so, so, yeah. i will i will provide a link to the long run podcast in the show notes uh i will have all the igs on there as well um of course the nike commercial y'all can see yeah yes. for sure and all of that uh gumbo fit runs uh Every Saturday at what eight a.m. Yeah. Eight a.m. Yeah, eight a.m. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, out. It's Promissory Point, yeah. Point Southside High Park uh, area. Uh, you can reach out to Gumbo Fit at Gumbo Fit, spelled G U M B O F I T, or any one of us as far as the location and how to get there. It's a beautiful community. It's a lot more than us. You know, mm -hmm. these are just the ones that I ran a marathon with, but it's runners of all experiences. Um, uh, mileage, pace, all of that. Yeah, come out, have fun with us, enjoy it with us. Gumbo Fit also has other, um, what do you call it, like events, events. going on, like yeah. archery coming up at the end of the month. It's, it's, it's a beautiful organization. We like to have fun. We like to run. Come do that with us. Thank you for coming. This has been another episode of a Cool Thought Podcast. Y'all have a beautiful day. All right? Oh, hey, don't forget to like, subscribe. Uh, you know, leave comments, all of that. Because when you do it, if you like this podcast, it makes other people find it a lot easier when you hit that start button. And go ahead, throw it all the way up to five. When you drop drop comments on the joint, you can listen to the Apple Podcast, Spotify, all that. Y'all have a good night. Peace.